60,000 is brought to you in part by RP Funding. RP Funding Inc. is licensed and can offer loans in Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Kentucky, Louisiana, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, and West Virginia, and is also licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance and by the Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Office is located at 500 Wonderly Place, Suite 300, Maitland, Florida, 32751. Telephone 321-397-4420. RP Funding Nationwide Mortgage Licensing System ID number is 70168, and Robert Palmer's NMLS ID number is 76197. We're saving thousands with Robert Palmer right here on the Saving Thousands Radio Network. You know, Robert Palmer is the empowering voice that you've been waiting for. All of your life, you've learned how to earn your money, but then you started to get out on your own. And all of a sudden, there was a whole lot of new responsibilities. Here comes the paycheck. But is there enough paycheck to cover the bills? Ooh, I'll charge something on the credit card. Whoops, I shouldn't have charged something on the credit card. Now I'm going to hit a fee for going over a certain limit. I'll probably get a late fee because I can't pay it on time. Oh, no, I bounced a check. Oh, goodness gracious. Does that sound like you? Does that sound like somebody you know? Empowerment is all about knowing the rules. So let's talk about knowledge. And that's the knowledge we get from Robert Palmer. And we all know that with knowledge comes power, okay? So if you are empowered in any facet of your life, let's say you're empowered as a great athlete. Well, you know the rules. You know things to do in certain situations. Well, let's give you those same tools, but right now let's do it with money. Let's talk about things we can do so that when a question comes up with anything that has to do with your money, you know the right decision to make. It's like when you're driving a car and you've got that GPS on. And so it says, start merging to the right lane. Well, you'll know that pretty soon something's coming up to get you in the right place at the right time to make the right turn. Got it? That's what we do each and every day that you listen to Saving Thousands with Robert Palmer. It's a great show. It's easy to understand, and it is so empowering. Robert, let's talk about one of your favorite rules, and that is the importance of not only shopping around, which is rule number one, but also shopping around for critiques, reviews, complaints on any companies that we're looking at. You know, so if you are looking at, you know, getting into a new cell phone deal, if you're looking at getting a mortgage, if you're going to get a credit card, before you do that, I want you to check out the company, check their references. And so as I'm building the Saving Thousands credit card guide, we're doing that for you, right? We're going to check all these companies out. But the way we do this is we Google the name of the company or Yahoo. It, what, is that even a verb? See, Googling has become a verb. I don't know that Yahooing. Yahooing sounds like sitting on your couch eating Cheetos, drink, you know, drinking a, a Mountain Dew. Up in the Ozarks. Right? Oh, you're right. Yahooing. You're look, yahooing. At this, look at this Yahoo over here. And whatever. <laughs> right. Yahooing. So we're going to go with Googling. So I want you to Google the company name followed by the word scam, right? Google the company name followed by the word reviews. Google the company name followed by, uh, let's see, we've got scam reviews and what's my other one, Rob? Scam reviews and complaints. Complaints. And complaints, that was a big right? One. And so what will happen is all of these, so when you just Google a company's name, you, you tend to get like the good stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, their stuff. they, they kind of control what shows up then. Uh, but when you throw in complaints or reviews or scam, you tend to get a whole different set of stuff, right? And so this is stuff we need to check out. The other thing I think is important is Google the company name followed by BBB, right? So you can get their Better Business Bureau. You know, I, I think that the younger generation and a lot of people today, Rob, have kind of forgotten about the Better Business they Bureau, have. but it's such a powerful resource, uh, you know, to check out businesses because, you know, they 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 take the complaints, they get involved, they help get those resolved. I mean, it, it, it's a great process. That's why I got involved on their board of directors, because it's something I really believe in. Uh, and in the early days of RP funding, it was great for my business because when when no one had heard of us yet, when we didn't have a brand yet, uh, we use the BBB credibility to overcome a lot of people's skepticism. Oh, you have no fees? This sounds too good to be true. I've never heard of you. You know, are you in a you know are you in some foreign country and you're going to steal my credit card number, right? <laughs> and we would say, hey, you know, check us out with the Better Business Bureau and you'll see. Uh, and so I, I think a lot of consumers uh, get resolution to issues when when they work with it because if you have a Better Business Bureau uh, accredited business and and they upset you. And you complain, they are going to deal with it because they don't want to lose their their they're being accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Uh, and then two, even if they're not a member, there's a lot of complaints and things you can see. There's been a couple companies locally where you know based on these complaints, consumers missed and, and were able to avoid scams. Uh, things like some of the scammy timeshare resales going on oh, out yeah. there, uh, some of the scammy foreclosure defense stuff that was going on out there. 
So uh, I think that's a good thing to Google as well. So that's going to be in our rule. We're going we're gonna to check their references, which means we're going to Google the company name followed by BBB for Better Business Bureau, or we can just go straight to the Better Business Bureau website and check them out. Uh, we're going to put the company name and scams, the company name and complaints, and the company name and reviews. Mm -hmm. and, and that's how we're going to check the references. And it's amazing how almost every entity out there, some stuff is going to show up, right? And what I would almost tell you is, if a company doesn't have something negative, be fishy. I mean, you yeah. know, like be concerned. Like maybe they haven't been in business long enough to acquire. Because look, you, you can't make everybody happy. True. Trust me, I I try. We I bend over backwards. We do so much with customer satisfaction reviews. You know, we we ask for a, a customer's. You know, we ask for a rating at initial phone call. We ask for a rating at closing. We base bonuses on those. We track it and we slice and dice the data. And I look for patterns. And, and we still can't make everybody happy. It's just not possible. And so if a company doesn't have anything negative out there anywhere, then be be nervous if that company really doesn't need business or really even yeah. – it really even is legit and exists because everybody – I mean, I, I believe everybody should have some customer who wasn't just 100% happy, right? If you oh, yeah. if you look at a company and there's a 1,000 reviews and they're all five-star, I mean, I'm just going to – not possible. I mean, there is not – it's not possible because there – see, there are companies out there who will manufacture these reviews. This is another big thing. So they, they call it reputation management. That's their fancy word for we're going to make up a bunch of fake reviews to make your company look better. So you got to watch out for that, too. Uh, and, and so, you know, again, we've got to use our brain. We've got to use our reasoning skills as humans uh, to figure out if something looks legit or not. But we've got to do this research. And you, you'll can, you can tell. I mean, you know, what we're really looking for here when we're checking references is the slew of just ridiculous negative, right? I mean, just customer after customer who is complaining and upset and not getting resolution, you know, uh, an F with the BBB because they've gotten so many complaints oh. that they never answered. You know, these are the types of situations we're looking for when we're checking the references on businesses because, you know, if, if we're shopping around but we're dealing with a scammy company, then that's not going to do us any good. You know, if, if we're waiting the three days, but at the end of the three days, we're going to go back and do business with a scammy company. That's not going to do us any good. So this this new rule of checking the references is very important uh, for my financial ninjas out there to make sure that, that we are not getting taken advantage of and that we are going to get the goods and services and the deal that we think there are. And, and you'd be amazed that this really applies heavily to financial services. Uh, you know, you know, if you right now, if you if some guy named Bernie Madoff approached you about investing with him and you Google his name and scam, you're going to get a, a whole Jeez. handful of articles that you could read to know better. Because, uh, I mean, there there could be some people out there who didn't hear about that. And, you know, obviously he's in jail, but you get my, you get my point, yeah, Rob. You understand where I'm going with this. And, and, and two, there, there's people who maybe had issues in the past, right? So uh, we, we had this recently. We were checking a company out and, and found a bunch of, of stuff from like four or five years ago. And this guy had like just come off of like a five-year ban from his industry, oh. you know, and, and again, it's just that it's always good to do this research and check the references on companies. Well, I really like the BBB approach because, you know, as well as people filling their site with something good about themselves, there are people who will threaten you and say, hey, I'm going to come after you, Robert Palmer, and I'm just going to fill up all these complaints. But the Better Business Bureau having to vet these and investigate them knows where the truth is. Yeah, we, I, you know, I've been approached over the years by a lot of companies trying to sell uh, you know, review sites or review places. And, and that is the big concern. And I, I'm personally obviously very comfortable with the Better Business Bureau. It's why I agreed very to be much. on their board of directors. Uh, because over the over the six or seven years, we've had uh, a lot of haters, you know, usually competitors. I was going to say. You know, who would file false complaints about us. And the BBB does a great job of, of saying, okay, well, do you this person ever did business with you? Or we can't even verify this person exists. And so that's nice. Where, where with a Yelp review... Or the Google reviews, you don't have that. I mean, and there's been a lot of stories in the news about this happening where a competitor will go file a bunch of negative reviews about against, you know, another car dealership or against a competing uh, company, whatever it is. And uh, it, it is, it's just, it's it's amazing how there are always people who are going to try to take advantage of the system. And that's why we've got to be on our toes and we've got to be sharper consumers. Because that's the thing you've got to understand is the source you're looking at something you can trust, right? So we're talking about, about checking reviews, well, if the site that you're getting your reviews from isn't credible, yeah. right, you know, then that doesn't do you any good. And that can go in both directions. Either the company is manufacturing their own, because you'll see this too. You know, there's some review sites out there that they're completely made up just for that company uh, so they can control the content. Sure. And on the flip side, you've got review sites who you've got a bunch of fake reviews that are negative from the competitor. 
the Better Business Bureau does a great job of, of weighing those out. Uh, and so, and again, this is, it's, as a consumer, it's using all this information and putting it together and trying to get the best picture possible of a company. Uh, but the more knowledge we have, the better off we are. And I think this is an important part of shopping around, of making sure we're getting the right credit cards, the right student loans, the right car loans, the right mortgages, uh, the right everything financial. If you're going to sign up for uh, credit monitoring, you know, uh, you, you check out MyFICO versus Credit Karma versus, uh, you know, freecreditscore.com or, you know, whoever the guys mm -hmm. are that play the guitar on the, the commercials. Uh, you know, and see what other people's experiences have been. And if you put in these words, reviews, Better Business Bureau, scam, uh, all of that's going to give you uh, a much better picture and some insight into those companies. Well, I guess we've got our marching orders, but it will save us money from day one. Because how many times have you on impulse gone out or had somebody tell you, yeah, just go over to my brother Jim and buy that lawnmower. Or, hey, go down to this jewelry store. I guarantee you they're going to give you a great, great deal later to find out that you didn't get such a great deal. So, Robert, that is great advice. Look at reviews. Look at recommendations, for crying out loud. But look at everything about a company so you will be that much more knowledgeable. Now, as the show rolls on, we're going to be talking about how, as parents, we don't talk to our kids about money. Well, we really need to do that. Also, we're going to be talking about the importance of a validated pre-approval when you go for a mortgage. Not just a piece of paper that says, yes, John can get a loan. No, a validated pre-approval is much stronger than that. We have an Ask RP. What about if you've got kids going to college? Well, Stan and Ingrid want to know, is it a good idea to instead of, you know, putting up with all the problems in a dormitory, no privacy, you know, noise all night, all kinds of nonsense going on. Well, how about having a home or a condo in that college town that will provide housing and provide a place for meals at any time, 24 hours a day, provide a place to do the laundry, but we already know the kids are going to bring the laundry home anyway. But, you know, is that a good way to go? Well, we'll ask Robert about that. Also, we're going to talk about home buying. Why do so many people today think that buying a home is a problem? They think it's too hard for them to do. Well, that's nonsense. It really is. So we've got a lot to cover before now on the end of the show. So sit back, relax, and learn. All right, Robert, I know that the whole goal here is to empower our clients, our listeners, but there's a lot of work to do. So, you know, Rob, I'm, I'm working on kind of a code, right? So I, I want us to have a saving thousands code. I, I want to lay it out, you know, the, the code, the commandments, the, the rules of the game. We talked about yesterday, right? You've got to know mm -hmm. the rules to the game. And so when you buy a Monopoly game, there's rules. And when you, you know, if you're going to play chess, you can go get a book or download the internet and you can read the rules, right? Anything we do in life, you go on a game show, you know, and you go to work, everything you do, there are rules. And, yeah. and if you follow these rules, you will be successful in that endeavor, right? There are there is no rule book for this. There is no rule book for how to use credit. There's no rule book for credit scoring. There's no rule book for any of these things. So I'm going to write one. And it's not going to be a book, right? It's going to be like like 8 to 12 items the rules, right? And, mm -hmm. and so number one is very clearly going to be shop around. You know, you've got to shop around for everything. I don't care what it is, if it's financial related, rule number one is going to be shop around. Rule number two, uh, which I think is probably the most important, is that once you become a financial ninja, once you have applied these rules to every facet of your life, you have to share that knowledge with your friends and family because it's so hard to get an education on this. We don't teach it in schools. Nobody wants to talk about it, right? I mean, the, you know, our generations, you don't talk about money. You don't talk about no. credit. Well, how are we supposed to educate our kids and how are we supposed to educate our friends and family if we're not willing to talk about it? Oh, well, don't get involved in their affairs. Don't don't butt into their situation with their credit or their income. Well, how are we going to support each other and how are we ever all going to go from being financial zombies to being financial ninjas if we don't help each other out? And, and so rule number two uh, in my code is going to be that you've got to share the knowledge. You've got to stand up and share the knowledge, share the things you learned, share the successes you've had, share the ways you've saved money, earned money, made money, been a smarter consumer, been a financial ninja by what you've learned listening to this show, and share that with your friends and share it with your family and share it with your kids because they need that knowledge because you cannot get it anywhere else. So I'm working on the other seven, eight, nine object uh, items for the list, Rob. I have two so far. 
We need 10. I have two. I like 10. You like 10? Like the Ten yeah. Commandments? Kind of like the Ten yeah, Commandments. the Ten Commandments. I, I have two. And, folks, you can keep up with the rules to success right there at SavingThousands.com. That's kind of a brother or sister to the radio show. It's kind of a partner to the radio show. Because, you see, you're going to hear Robert talk about financial empowerment all along the way. But going hand-in-hand with that are past radio shows, info modules, which are shorter recordings done by Robert and I uh, into different uh, topics of finance, maybe mortgages, home buying, refinancing, lending money, you know, whatever it might be. All right. So we talk about things on the air. You go to Saving Thousands, you can read the articles, you can hear on-demand past shows, and you can really get some super financial empowerment tools by going through the many, many portals available at Saving Thousands. A couple of other things you can do. You can go to the Home Value Hotline at SavingThousands.com. On the very front home page, just look in the upper right-hand corner, and there's a tab there that says Home Value Hotline. That is your best. That is your absolute best destination if you really want to know the value of your home, maybe for a refi, maybe for a sale. You really need to know that number. You know that the number two rule at saving thousands is know your numbers. So that is an important number to know what is your home worth. And you'll find that right there. Also along the top of saving thousands homepage, you'll see a ask Robert. If you click on that, you will be able to ask questions of Robert Palmer. And we'll do more of that later on in the show. I guarantee you that. But Robert, right now, let's take a minute and talk about something that is crucial to people who want to buy a home. And that is, as part of the mortgage process, they have to understand the pre-approval letter and how weighty, how important that can be to them if it's the right kind of approval. One of the things that we do, so beyond the validated pre-approval, there's two real things we do to make sure that we have one of the highest closing rates in the industry, which we absolutely have. Uh, So the first one is we do a really good job of validating that pre-approval. The second thing is, if we do get down to a week before closing and something pops up, right? We are going to do whatever it takes as a company to get you to the closing table, right? No matter how much it costs me, you know, a, a lot of companies can't look at it this way because if you're only closing two loans and, and you have to give up, you know, you have to lose money on one of them, then you could be like zero for the month and you go out of business. Yeah. But when you're closing thousands and thousands of loans a year, uh, you've got some flexibility. And so every now and then something will pop up, uh, you know, like uh, recently we had a loan uh, that was going USDA, right? And USDA is taking a very, very long time uh, to close and, and to underwrite. And they have to underwrite before we can close. And so this customer is going to lose their house because USDA was going to take too long. And this the seller, it's a short sale. They weren't going to extend it. And so to make it work for them, uh, I did a no closing cost purchase loan. So uh, usually we only do it on the refis. Mm-hmm. You know, I stepped in. I paid like $4,000 of the closing costs so that all the money they had could be used for the 3.5% down payment. And so I lost $4,000, but I got that customer to the closing table. And, uh, and, and we nice. will do that uh, whenever necessary because, again, it's so few, right? There's, because we're validating the pre-approvals up front, there are so few loans that get down to the wire. Uh, and, and if there's any way possible, if, if any amount of money I have within reason can fix the situation, uh, I'll lose five ten thousand $10,000 on a transaction in order to get that person to the closing table when something pops up at the last minute. Mm-hmm. And so when you combine those two things, when you combine the fact that we do all of this oversight and we do all of this extra work up front to make sure the pre-approval is strong, and you combine that with the fact that I basically mandated to my staff, uh, once a loan is a week before closing, if there is any way to solve the problem, if we have to give them a 2% interest rate, if we have to pay all their closing costs, if we have to, whatever we have to do, if we have to, you know, maybe my minimum credit score on a conventional loan is 660, if I go down to 620, right? If I got to do a, a 620 and I got to pay the mortgage insurance myself, whatever it is, there's things we can do to try to put a loan back together at the last minute. And my mandate to my staff is that we will do that every time that it's reasonable to do so, no matter you know how much it costs the company, we are going to restructure the loan to make it work. Mm-hmm. So there's really, at the end of the day, once all those things happen, it's maybe, you know, like like 3%, 2 or 3% of loans here that, that ever do get denied because something happens. And, and that is ridiculously low for our yeah. industry. Uh, but it's because of these two very different philosophies we have. Uh, you know, Because the way I feel about it is we've already done all the work. And, and so here's what I'll tell you. If I had to pay my sales guy a $26,000 commission, 
I probably wouldn't have the same attitude about putting a deal together at the last Amen. minute, right? And so it, just, it all works. And it all works in the consumer's favor. And it's why we've been so successful and why we've grown so quickly. And it's why I want to help you buy your next house. And, and I'm here to do that. And all you have to do is pick up the phone and give us a call. Uh, get that RP funding pre-approval. Think of it as an insurance policy. But also, you're going to save a ton of money when you go with us anyway with no lender fees, great low rates. Everything we do here is built around you, the consumer, you, the home buyer. 855-773-8634. That's 855-RP-Funding or go to rpfunding.com. 855-773-8634. Well, if you're just tuning in, we're saving thousands with Robert Palmer, and I invite you to go to the savingthousands.com website and click on station listings because this is the time of year when so many of us are getting in the car. And chances are we're going farther than the reach of this great radio station. You know, this is a great station. We actually invested in airtime here. We bought the airtime on this station because we wanted to reach you. We have done extensive research as to the people in each locality in the Southeast. That's the area we cover right now, about 11 states. And we are looking for people like you throughout those 11 states. People that want to get ahead. People that appreciate information and empowerment. That's why you're listening to this very radio show. So if you go to station listings and let's say you're leaving some part of Florida and you're going up to Tennessee or Mississippi or wherever, into the Carolinas, right? over the river and through the woods, so to speak. Well, just go to station listings and see what stations carry Robert Palmer or Saving Thousands, what days and what times. <laughs> You'll find it right there at Saving Thousands. There's another great website that's just really getting traction now. It's called A State of Eyes, and this is a product of the research team right here at Saving Thousands with Robert Palmer. Our research team is full of people with so many great ideas and out of that idea bank and that brain bank came a state of eyes, E-S-T-A-T-I-V-I-Z-E. Put that in your search engine. A state of eyes, motivating and revitalizing the real estate industry for a new generation. Those of you that are just growing up, just getting into your 20s and 30s that are thinking about making that transition from a renter to a buyer, a state of eyes is for you. It's a very, very up-to-date, very, very cutting-edge real estate site that is full of super information, interesting reading, interesting articles, great photography. This is something just for you. It's for the person that has no idea about real estate, no idea about mortgages, but they'd sure like to be empowered. State of Eyes, is that for you? Well, Robert, where do you want to go from here? Rob, let's go to the Ask RPs. Ask RP at 35353. That's 35353. That is the five-digit texting. I love the new technology. Ashley in Sarasota. Now, folks, you got to follow this, okay? It's like following the shell game in New York. Ashley says, Dear Robert, I was married for over 10 years and never really had credit in my name. I've always held a job, and I currently make around $50,000 a year. I am now divorced, and our home is up for sale. My portion of the proceeds from the sale will be about $19,000 when it's all said and done. How do I begin to build credit toward purchasing a home? So when you're saying no credit, Rob, like we just, really none. I mean, nothing. the husband did everything, right? Okay. All right. Yeah. So, wow. so you're going to need to have some credits. Um, you know, with your 19,000 down, we may be able to look at an alternative. Well, she doesn't have rent or anything. So what yeah. I was going to say is if you don't have a credit score, but if we can show rental history, and we can show where you paid your cell phone on time and utilities on time. Even though they don't report to your credit, we can build an alternative credit file for you. Okay. And under certain loan programs and certain scenarios, we can use that to make you a loan. Um, she's probably not going to have utilities in her name because they were in his name. She's, yeah. I mean, probably not even the cell phone. Probably probably nothing. And, and so what I would say is you're going to have to rent for a little while, unfortunately. Sure. But, but I think the, the plan is we want to get you out of renting as soon as possible. Um, you've got $19,000. That's good. Uh, and so, one, you're going to want to put that money somewhere safe so you don't accidentally spend it, right? Like, like I would I would really encourage you to take that 19000 and stick it in a CD or stick it in a money market account. Stick it in an account that is not your normal checking account. Yeah. So, you're not, like, out to dinner and you're like, oh, I've got $19,380. Yeah, I can buy the lobster, right? I mean, move that, kind of get that money out of sight, out of mind. And you want to use that to ultimately get your family, get yourself back into a home. Now, uh, you may want to get a secured credit card. That's what I mean. Okay. She's got the money in the bank, yeah, right? Exactly. So when you, when you go to a little bank or credit union and you say, hey, I'm going to put this $19,000 in a CD, I would like a credit card. 
right, they can actually secure that credit card by the $19,000. And this way, they don't take a risk because chances are with you not having a credit score, they're not going to want to give you a credit card. No one wants to be that first one in to the pool. Uh, but but if you give them nineteen thousand dollars of your money in a savings account or a, a money market account or a CD, now they're willing to give you a credit card for a couple thousand bucks because they can't lose because they have nineteen thousand of your money and mm-hmm. then they're going to give you a credit card for three to five. I would I would shoot for like a five thousand dollar credit card uh, in that case, right? So that you have a good balance. I wouldn't go crazy, but have a good balance. Then use it and pay it off and use it and pay it off. Uh, she's probably going to need a vehicle. You know, this is another thing to figure out. Yeah, uh, what's she yeah. going to do vehicle-wise? So maybe a little bit of that 19000 has to go toward a down payment on a vehicle. Uh, so if you get the secured credit card first, I don't know I don't know if your current vehicle situation can get you by, but if you could wait a couple months to buy the car until that secured card has had time to report, uh, what the other thing you can do is uh, uh, at the credit unions, they can sometimes give you a signature loan. So actually you'll get two credit lines. So you get you get your credit. So we take the 19000 and stick it in the CD, right? And then we say, okay, I would like for you to give me a $5,000 credit card that's secured by that CD. And I would also like you to give me a $5,000 uh, signature loan, right? That's secured by that. And so it's just like a $5,000 loan that it's, you know, that you're going to pay back over three to five years, maybe a $10,000 loan there. And you use that $10,000 to then go buy a car. Uh, the key is put your 19,000 in the CD and then have them loan the money back to you to do the things you need to do. So if you decide you want to buy a car, you could take five or 10, you know, 15,000 out of there and use that money to go buy the car. And now you have two trade lines. You have the credit card trade line and you have the signature loan trade line. So this will very quickly, within six to nine months, you'll have a credit score as long as you pay it on time, use it responsibly. And you could theoretically be buying a house in 12 months. So you go lease an apartment for 12 months. And at this point, now you'll be able to get a regular credit card and a regular car loan. So then you can pay those other loans off, get your 19,000 back out of your CD and go buy a house. So that's that would be the twelve month plan to go from zero credit to hero credit. Uh, would be the the two the the two secured credit lines, a credit card and a credit line, which a local credit union is a great place to go for that. Uh, if I was in the Tampa area, I would go to Mid Florida. If I'm on the Orlando side, I would go to Fairwinds, uh, and I would give them my nineteen thousand, get the two, get the credit line and the credit card both secured, pay them on time, use them responsibly, and watch my credit score shoot up into the seven hundreds from nowhere. Robert, now that is empowerment, I'm telling you right now. Well, folks, let's go back to a state of eyes for just one moment. I wanted to point out some of the great articles that I really hope that you will read right after you listen to this show. One of them is tips for traveling internationally. See, it's not just about real estate and housing. This site is about lifestyle as well. So great article by our research staff, tips for traveling internationally. Here's one, visit Florida for the holidays. What's it like to come to a warmer climate for the holidays? Well, I look at it this way, and so does the article. If the things you see, the things you experience while you're in Florida send a chill up your spine, well, that does the same thing as snow. And you're going to love the activities in the Sunshine State at times when it's freezing up north. But we still have all the fun, all of the festivities of all the holidays if you come to Florida. Here's one. A state of eyes finds the best neighborhoods. Hello, Oregon Central Coast. (laughs) Maybe you've always wanted to live there, but you didn't know much about it. Or 10 things you can do to summon your greatest inner creativity. See, that's not about real estate. That's about lifestyle. But all through this, you're going to read about places, people, and things that make our country so great. And when you decide to plant yourself in a community, well, by golly, you'll soon find that that community is written about as a state of eyes. Folks, you are just going to love it. Well, Robert... We have Ask RP, as you just mentioned, and we do have a rather interesting Ask RP. Not sure if you've seen this, but Stan and Ingrid have written us on Ask RP at SavingThousands.com. They have a son in college. They have a younger son who next year will be joining him at college, and they're considering buying a condo or a small house rather than live in dormitories where there's just really no privacy and there's always distractions and a lot of problems. It's really not conducive to a studying lifestyle, right? A house can be a little bit more conducive to that. At least it's also a place where you can eat when you want to eat, do what you want to do, stay up as late as you want, or go to bed as early as you want. So what do you think about an idea of buying a place for your kids in a college town? Yeah, I think it's a great idea. And uh, the nickname for that in the industry, we call that a kitty condo. And uh, I, I don't know where that I don't know where that came from. Somewhere between junk fees and Tilla and Respa and all the jargon we throw around in the mortgage right. business, they call that a kitty condo. 
And uh, and so I and so there's two ways to do this. And one is uh, the parents just buy the home on their own, right? And, and then right. they just rent it to the kid. The other is you actually have the kid buy it and the parents co-sign with them. And now the kid starts to build credit and they're on the mortgage and, and the down payment is less because it's there. They're going to live in it. And so now you can treat it as an owner occupied property. Right now, the caveat is your kid has to have a credit score. They don't have to have any income. Right. We can do it with no income, but they got to have a credit score. And uh, so, again, this is why credit is oh so important. Wow. But uh, I mean, think about that. You're the kid who right in college, you know, you're you're a homeowner. I mean, you want to talk about building you know, responsibility and everything else. You know, parents co-sign with you and you're a homeowner. Right out of the gate, you know, I think it's, uh, I think, I think it's a cool idea. I, th mm -hmm. I think it's definitely something that that people should consider. Uh, if I had college age kids one day, when I have, and if I have college age kids, I'll probably do, I'll probably do mm -hmm. that. I think it's a cool idea, and because if you think about it, rentals in college towns are probably the best place to have them. Uh, you know, because there's always there's always a lot of people looking to rent. Sure. You know, and you can rent two or three rooms to two or three different kids and really get a good return. Uh, I know a lot of people who have bought homes for their kids like that, and then when the kid graduates, they keep it. And because what always, here's what always happens, Rob. So like when your kid is a senior, right, you have them bring a freshman in as one of the tenants. And so then they become like friends. And so then, then when, when your when your kid moves out, that, that freshman now has four more years of being there and they're kind of mm -hmm. like the eyes and ears and then they recruit. And so all, there's like this passing of the baton. And so if you stage it correctly, you're only losing like one, you know, one student every, you know, a year. If you got mm -hmm. four bedrooms, you rent them out, keep them all in different classes. They're you're making the payments. You're turning one a year. And, and so then the other three kind of lay their law of the land down for the new one. Where if you've got like four kids, you know, four college kids all come in at once brand new, you know, they may trash the place. They don't have the same kind of respect for it. But when, when three of them have been there, one of them has been there three years, one's been there two years, one's been there one year, and then the new one comes in. They're going to show the new one the ropes, right? The the new yeah. tenant, and so I think that's that's kind of a cool idea. And then the fact that your child is one of the early people in there, you know, they're going to make sure nobody's trashing mm -hmm. the house, especially if they're on the note with you. So I think that's a cool idea. Again, we call it kitty condo. Uh, we'd be happy to talk to you about what that looks like. You know, if your child doesn't have the credit score, if they can't qualify to be on the mortgage, we can still you know we can still make it work mm -hmm. as an investment property for you. But there's a lot of benefits when you put them on that note. The down payment's lower. It's a much easier transaction to do if the child can qualify with you, which is no income required. They just have to have credit. Yeah. And we continue to save thousands with Robert Palmer. I'm Rob Newton, and I love coming on the air with Robert each and every day. You know, wherever you are, you can pick up Robert Palmer saving thousands anywhere that you get iHeartRadio. You get iHeart? Well, anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you come upon a time where you just want to learn more, you want to delve more into your economy. You want to be a more empowered consumer and have that 750 credit score instead of that 600 credit score? Well, let's do it. It's not that hard. You just need to listen to what Robert Palmer is talking about because there's no hidden agenda. He's not trying to sell you anything. And as you listen to the show, have you noticed one thing? Listen to all other talk shows and all other information shows across the dial. What is different about this show? Have you noticed that we haven't tried to get you to try any kind of vitamins? We haven't tried to get you to buy any food. We haven't tried to get you to buy anything. We don't have commercials in our portion of this hour. It's all about giving back. Robert has attained so much success in business, and he's a good guy. I've worked with this guy for about 10 years now, and it's all about, hey, Rob, it's been great. Let's give back a little bit. And everybody at this company lives to give back. You should see our toy drives at Christmas our food drives. It's unbelievable what this company does to give back to the community. So that's what this is all about. And we want you to take advantage of that. That's what we're after. Okay. We talked about saving thousands. We talked about uh, estate advice. Here's another website that's really entertaining, really fun, but you're learning at the same time. Real Prospector. Right now, if you open up Real Prospector, you're going to see that you can hear show number two. I get the opportunity to be a part of this. I get the opportunity to interview professionals in real estate and associated industries. There's some really cool stuff right now on Real Prospector. Here's an article, why every realtor should be investing in real estate. Here's another, while I'm grateful to be a real estate agent with guest Matt Hodge. Okay, you're going to find some great articles on here. This one is a little bit more into the real estate topics. It's more into the real estate community and the buyers and sellers. So this is a good, good step on your way to home ownership. And Robert, ever since the crash of 2008, 
there's been kind of a disconnect. We have a large portion of the population that is not really, really excited about living that American dream of owning a home. They're settling. They're settling for paying rent to some landlord. You would think that buying a house would be the hardest thing in the world to do when it's actually a pleasure and it's actually easy to do. I mean, you know, Rob, you and I talk about this a lot. I mean, it's really not that hard to buy a house. I mean, what do you think? No, I see people coming in and out the doors here. I hear people on the phone. It is not that hard, especially if you're dealing with a lender that's upfront, that's going to put the customer service first. And, you know, if, if J.P. Morgan Chase puts up $1.2 billion to believe in housing, well, then John Q. Public better start believing in housing. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. God. And, and so, so here's, here's where we sit today. So you can get an FHA loan, right, with a credit score of 580 and a 3.5% down payment. And you can have a, I mean, let me think. You probably have to make, I don't know, 35000 a year, 40000 a year. I mean, it's not, it doesn't require a whole lot of income depending on your other debts. I mean, what I just described probably covers 80, 90% of the people who are out there renting. You know, the, the only people who are truly stuck are those that have a foreclosure uh, in the last two years, mm-hmm. uh, three years for some programs, or who have a short sale in the last two to three years, or a bankruptcy in the last 24 months. Uh, but if you, other than that, so the people who have never owned a home before, right, they don't have any type of waiting period. They don't have any type of foreclosure, short sale problems on their credit because they've never owned a home before. Uh, they're just scared of the process, you know, and, and that's what I really want. That's what I need to figure out how to fix, Rob. You know, regardless of whether they're going to come get a mortgage from me or not, I, I want people out there buying houses. I want people to be able to take advantage of the wealth creation that comes with home ownership, right? I want these people to wake up in 10 years and have $60,000 in equity and $70,000 in equity and, and owe 30000 less on the mortgage and have this $100,000 nest egg sitting there just for paying a mortgage instead of paying rent, you know, and, and at the same time, having the control to, to paint the walls or put the swing set in the backyard or do whatever you want to do and become part of a community and bank a hundred grand in equity and, and, and over, the, over the 10 years. That's what I want everybody to be able to take advantage mm-hmm. of. But people are scared, you know. And, and the one thing I can tell you is we try to make the mortgage part as, as unscary as possible. You know, nobody's going to laugh at you or call you names if you can't qualify right now. Uh, if anything, we're going to try to help point you in the right direction and put you on the path. Uh, way more people qualify than think they would. Right, Rob? So maybe four or five months ago, I, I kind of pleaded on the air for anyone out there listening who had been scared to just pick up the phone and call. Right. Just just do it. Don't, you know, just call. It doesn't cost you a dime. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to lock you into anything. There's no obligation. Just call us and let me see if I can get you approved for a mortgage. Like, let's just try it. Mm-hmm. Rick, whether you whether you want to really buy a house or not, take the five or 10 minutes of your life. Give us a call and let me see if I can get you approved for a mortgage. Uh, you know, don't tell your friends and family yet. Don't let anybody know you're doing this. There will be no embarrassment if we say yes. Great. If we say no. We'll give you some pointers on how to get there. But people, there were people, Rob, that were shocked that they could actually get approved for a mortgage. And, and so they would call and they say, you know, I'm only calling because Robert, you know, basically begged us to on the air. And I, I don't think I'm going to qualify, you know, and I don't think I can have a house. And, you know, I don't think my job is good enough. And I don't think my credit is good enough. And I don't think I have enough money in the bank. And I don't even know why I'm calling, but I am. And, you know, what, what, what can you do? And then all of a sudden we tell them, well, yeah, great. You're, you're, you can be pre-approved. You're, you, you're approvable. You can buy a house. You can buy a nice house. And here's what the payment's going to be. A- and, Rob, people, they're shocked, right? There's this whole group of people that honestly believe they can't buy a house when they can. And so they're, they're looking at us and they're like, what? I, wait, I, I can? I, I can buy a house? I can buy that nice of a house? Mm-hmm. And the payment's less than my rent? What? You know, this, this was the reaction we got. And so if, if that's you, right, if you're out there listening and you don't think you can buy a house, what are you basing that on, right? Let, you're basing that on your, your crazy uncle, you know, Uncle Sam told you how hard it is to get a mortgage, you know, five years ago. I mean, who knows where, where these misconceptions come from? The talking heads on TV talking about how mortgage credit is harder to get than ever. Now, I, I will tell you there is one subset of people who, uh, who still really struggle to get a mortgage and, and will continue to struggle. And that is if you are self-employed and you do not claim your income on your taxes. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's, there's no solution there, right? If you own a business and you make $100,000 a year, but you tell the IRS you make $10,000 a year, you will not be buying a house. 
right? Now, that is not the majority of the, the general public out there. That's a very small subset of people. Uh, that group of people cannot get a house right now. They could back in the day because back in the day, we didn't ask them to prove their income. Uh, today, we do ask them to prove their income, and we ask them to prove their income by providing tax returns. And so a lot of the people you were here saying how hard it is to get a mortgage, it's because they do not have the adequate income because they do not show it on their tax returns. And they do not pay taxes. That is not most of us out there, right? So for everyone else listening, you know, if you work a job and you get paid X dollars an hour, 40 hours a week, and you get some overtime, great. If you get a salary, if you get a salary and bonus, if you get commissions, whatever it is, if you have a good solid job where your W-2 at the end of the year has a nice number on it that's above, say, thirty-five dollars or $40,000, maybe even less if you're, you know, if you're married, the two of you together can be around that much. Maybe you got a buddy you want to go in and buy the house together, be roommates, whatever it is. It's much easier to qualify. The down payments, Rob, 3.5%, right? $200,000 house, talking $7,000 down. $100,000 house, $3,500 down. Uh, when you work with a lender like us that doesn't charge lender fees, then they're, they're, you know, you're not coming out of pocket with a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Really, all you have to worry about is your down payment. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, the seller will pick up the, the bulk of the closing costs. We don't charge anything, and, and you're good to go. Uh, so, yeah, 3.5%, 3500 bucks. You know, if you can get your hands on $3,500, it can even be a gift. You know, maybe mom and dad want to want to gift you 3500 bucks for the down payment. I, you know, I think most parents would happily give their child some money if they know it's going to go toward buying a house. Uh, it's easier than you think. And you know, Robert, it starts with a conversation. And I think a no-obligation conversation. If people would pick up the phone and dial 855-773-8634, that's 855-773-8634, with the assurance that you and I can give them right now that there's no hard sell, that there's going to be information without obligation, okay? A conversation without obligation. That the people who have chosen to bring their real estate and mortgage skills to RP funding and the Robert Palmer family of companies are very much under the belief and practice the belief that you don't hard sell, that you give people the information they need, that you become an empowering friend, an empowering partner in this whole transaction. Because all of us who work here, we realize that nowhere in the educational process were we given the tools. Nobody in high school or college offered us a class or even um, even any kind of an after-school club on real estate ownership and investing or simply just having a family legacy. You know, having those little notches in the door sill that show how tall your son or daughter is getting, to having your own pictures on the wall of your family celebrations, of having that special corner where the Christmas tree will go and will always be in our memories of the backyard that you now have, that you can put a swing set in, a swimming pool in, a little baseball field, whatever it is you want, home ownership. So you have the conversation. You talk in general terms about money. You talk about how much you're paying in rent. And you talk about maybe are there zero loan programs? Are there ways to get into a house for 2 to 3%? Well, yes, there are. And you'll find that in a conversation at 855-773-8634. And Robert, something else that people will discover when they make that no obligation conversation call to 855-773-8634, or they come into our studios so we can all see them, or they come to our offices where they can have the same conversations in privacy, they're going to see the customer service is what this entire relationship, what this entire company was built on. I'm telling you, Rob, customer satisfaction is such a, a key uh, a key thing for us. We, you know, we do systematic surveying of all of our clients, and uh, this is something I think every business should do. And uh, so, if you're if you do business with someone and you don't get a survey afterwards, you should be skeptical of why. You know, so we we survey, we give a little uh, a survey email to ask how the experience was after the first phone call, uh, to make sure that our upfront sales staff and our upfront customer service team are doing a good job, and then we do another survey right after closing. And, and we actually base bonuses on those those results, Rob. We base promotions on those results. We take it very seriously. It's not just some number that gets thrown in a pile or some survey that no one ever reads. Uh, you know, it, it, we read that feedback. My executive management team meets on those surveys. We have amazingly high scores. Uh, we use a system called Net Promoter Score. And uh, it, you basically, you, you take your, your, your pros and your detractors and you run a formula on it. And we've got a very, very high score. And I'm very proud of my staff for that. And, and then we, we look at and we actually run the score on individual employees. 
And so we slice and dice the data. And then we also run the, the score on combinations of employees, right? And so we, we've oh. figured out that there are certain combinations of loan officer and processor that get lower scores than others. And so we, so, you know, loan officer A may get perfect scores when he's teamed up with processor A, and he may get a little bit lower score whenever he's teamed up with processor B. But then processor B may get perfect credit, may get perfect scores whenever she's seen up with loan officer C. Mm -hmm. And so we've been able to slice and dice this data to give people the absolute best possible customer experience by using technology, by using customer feedback, and by making it a key point in our business. And this is something any small business owner should do. If you're listening to me right now and you own a small business, you owe it to yourself, you owe it to your customers to implement some kind of customer feedback system where you can track and you can monitor, and you can look for trends, because guess what, Rob? We found some employees we had to fire oh, because no. of these, right? Because I'm not going to let one idiot screw up my reputation. Mm -hmm. I spent the last seven years building a reputation for having excellent customer service, for caring about my customer, and I can care all day long. But what I figured out is one idiot working for me, if unmonitored and allowed to, can destroy that reputation and destroy that brand in minutes, Right. All it takes is minutes. Mm -hmm. And so by monitoring these surveys, we've been able to route out some of the, the bad employees. And it's it, it, they're good at fooling us, right? Like if a manager is around, if I'm around, they are all smiles and happy. <laughs> but uh, they can't hide from the customers. And so we, we take that customer service feedback very, very seriously. And it's a, a key metric we use in, in employee performance and in company performance. And I watch them and I watch the trends. And if we tick down even a percent in that customer satisfaction uh, survey, I'm all over my executive management team. And then the problem is, you know, we, we do we do better and better and better, and we keep raising the bar and raising the bar, and I'm never, I'm never going to let it drop. I'm never going to let them drop that bar. Uh, we've got to have great service. We've got to be the total package. We've got to be honest and transparent. We've got to not charge fees. We've got to have great rates, and we've got to have great customer service, and that's what we're all about here at RP Funding. And you can reach us at 855-773-8634. That's 855-773-8634. Whether you're buying a home and need a mortgage loan, uh, interested in maybe exploring the idea of buying a home, or if you need to refinance, we've still got the no-closing-cost refi special going on. Our license number is NMLS 70168. If you want to check us out, I'm Robert Palmer, President and CEO of RP Funding. And you're saving thousands with me here on the radio. And you carry the survey thing one more step for the consumer. See, folks, it's all coming down to one common denominator, isn't it? And that is that the consumer comes first. And we want you to be the most informed consumer ever. And the more radio stations we go to, the more magazines we put out there, the more public speaking Robert does, more and more people are becoming more educated and they're getting better service to boot and they're saving thousands. But let's go back to this survey for just a second, because that's how people can now find the finest realtor for their needs, all because you care. Yeah. So one of the other things is uh, we had this, we, we, we would have the occasional blip where someone would not give us a great score. And so we would dig in. Because, uh, again, we, I look at these. We are, if someone doesn't give us a good score on the survey, if they're not happy, if they're not completely satisfied, we want to know why. You sure. know? And so we dig in. And so there were some where we were looking and we're like, wow. I mean, the, they, they, so we ask them to rate the overall you know, experience. Mm -hmm. And then we ask them to rate the loan officer. We ask them to rate the processor. And so we would see some surveys where they would give the processor a perfect score. And they would give the loan officer a perfect score but then they wouldn't give the overall experience a, a perfect score. And, and, and they would give it like a five or a six, which we consider a failure because we failed to wow you. We failed to impress you. We failed to make you a fan. And so we dug in and what we figured out is when we reach out to them, because we call those people. When someone is not completely satisfied, they're getting a call from the executive management team. And what we, what we found out in the early days is they had a bad experience with their real estate agent. And that bled over into their overall experience with the transaction. And so I had a light bulb go off and I said, well, hey, why don't we just start asking that in the survey? <laughs> and so now we survey the customer and we say, hey, please tell us about your experience with your real estate agent. And so we've been doing that for about two years now. So I have thousands and thousands of customer feedback surveys on local real estate agents all across the I-4 corridor. Wow. And so while I am not going to publish that, I'm not going to make that public. I'm not going to create a witch hunt or call anybody out. Uh, but if, an, if a customer calls here and wants us to recommend a top-notch real estate agent, I've got the best database in the planet to do it. Because here's a couple of differences with us. One, those surveys can't be faked. Because guess what? I know whether or not you just bought a house through Susie the Realtor because I financed it. <laughs> you know? I know. 
So I know you're really the consumer and you're not Susie's cousin trying to give her a positive review. This is one of those places the big Z falls short Mm -hmm. because they'll let anybody review anybody. And so there are agents out there who go from internet cafe to internet cafe, logging in positive reviews about themselves to try to boost their numbers. Nobody can game my database. Right. It's my customer. I know who they are. I've seen their ID. I've seen their credit report. I've seen their pay stubs, their W-2s, their tax returns. I know their entire life history. And so I know who they are. I know they're being honest with me when they privately give me a survey and a review on their experience with their real estate agent. And so we have compiled all of this data. And I will tell you, no one else out there has data like this. Because again, you got to remember, folks, the real estate agent doesn't always pick RP funding. right? The consumer does. And so the real estate agent may have a best buddy who's in the mortgage business or whatever else. We see all real estate agents. We see everyone because the consumer is choosing RP funding. So what normally happens is, you know, one real estate agent, they send all their business to one lender and they just keep seeing each other. And so Susie at the mortgage company always sees Johnny at the real estate company and they, they're a little team and they always do business together. See, I get to see everybody because all of a sudden one day one of Johnny's clients says, well, hey, Johnny, I'm not using Susie. I'm using RP because he's got no fees and great service and he's going to take care of me. And so I get to see surveys on thousands of the local real estate agents. So I know who the really good ones are. (laughs) I know who the really bad ones are. And while I will not publish that data, uh, we are happy to recommend and connect you with one of the great ones based on that data. And so if you call in here and you're going through the pre-approval process, just let your loan officer know that you would like for them to connect you with a highly rated Based on my surveys, my proprietary data, my rock-solid data, my verified data, who the best real estate agent is for you, we're happy to make that introduction, all right? 855-773-8634. That's 855-RP-FUNDING. 855-773-8634. Call us right now. Get pre-approved for that home loan. Start yourself mm-hmm. down the road to home ownership. We'll introduce you to the right real estate agent. We'll take care of you every step of the way. And if you're looking to refinance, if you've got a high interest rate, you need to pull some cash out and pay off some credit cards, you want to shorten your term, Whatever you need to do, if it involves refinancing your home loan, make us one of the stops on your shopping around journey. 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. That's 855-RP-FUNDING. Well, I don't know if you were taking notes, but there was a lot of great empowerment in this show. And if you weren't taking notes or you'd like to hear it again, maybe share it with your significant other, or maybe you've done what some of our friends have done, and that is They've made saving thousands kind of a once a week discussion. I mean, they, they gather around, you know, that maybe by somebody's pool or out on the lanai and they simply one talk about saving thousands. They're forming saving thousands groups. That's really exciting. I never saw that coming, but it's happening. So we got the tools for you. Saving thousands, the radio show, saving thousands, radio app at your play store the iHeart Robert Palmer 24-hour channel, savingthousands.com, a state of eyes, real prospector, and probably leaving something out. Well, I am. Robert's got three books on the horizon. So be listening for that. And again, go back to savingthousands.com, look on the station listing map, and wherever you're going during the holiday time, you will be saving thousands with Robert Palmer.